This is Panama Today. This is your host, Pastor Wilbur in Gamboa, music and inspiration to help you keep on living for Jesus. How are you doing with the fear problem? The fear problem. How do you deal with fear? I've mentioned that on a previous broadcast. We're going to share a little bit more with that right now. Thanks for being with us. And would you take a moment, please, look at your Bible and look in the Old Testament and look at the book of Joshua, the book of Joshua. I was thinking recently with a person who was talking to me on the phone and we're dealing with this thing about fear and dealing with fear. And uh, in the process, we realize there's a whole nother dimension that these things that cause us to have fear, that the people that we live with in our family or live around at work, and also with people who are in cars near us, I'll say cars, it could be other things, that these people are so far away from God that in the midst of what they're going through, their fear levels is taking out on people who are right next to them. Suddenly they'll do things in their cars uh, and they'll do against other people because of the frustration. And one of those things is simply the, uh, the roads with bad uh, uh, pots, holes, and, and brake. Uh, their cars are getting broken and uh, things like that. I mean, and there's such a frustrating level of this. And then they go to be next to you, and it kind of looks like, you're the enemy. You had nothing to do with it. You don't know who each other are. You just happen to be there. I think you know what I'm talking about. And um, you may be uh, working on your walk with the Lord. And um, I know some people who've really had a problem with their language. And uh, then they came to know the Lord and when they did, they began to say, okay, I'm going to deal with my, long, uh, my language problem. And they've been doing pretty well. And then all of a sudden, some of these things come along. And because of their own fear, well, we have enough money for this and uh, this relationship and uh, whatever the fears may be, 
that now hears something and it presses off, sets off a, a, a button, and all of a sudden, things that you haven't been saying, now you're saying again. And then when that happens, the enemy is right there to jump in and says, see, you're no different at all. You see? And then you get under what we call shame. I'm a failure. I'll never, I'll never be a good Christian. In fact, I don't think I'll go to church this Sunday. <laughs> no, no, that's when you're supposed to go. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to go to Bible study. They might ask me how I'm doing. And uh, you see what I'm talking about? Maybe some of you are laughing right now. You say, hey, how, how come you know my, uh, my address right here right now? <laughs> well, uh, that's what happens. And the other thing that will happen in this language thing, let me just mention this, that you... Um, may work on your own language and you've 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 done pretty well you 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 wanted people saying hey what's different with you you're not doing what you not used to do you're not you don't have those quote-unquote jokes anymore and uh you're not cursing like you were and so on and then you're in a situation around you you're not doing it but now it's around you so strong so strong that you can almost hear it in your head. Hear it in your head. So, well, there's lots of illustrations. I'm sure you can give it uh, as well. And I could here too, but that's not going to prove anything or change anything. We just need to come to the name of the Lord and... Uh, thanking the Lord that everything he did on the cross and that day when he was uh, being beaten up and and uh, hurt, I'd say hurt, tortured in all these ways, blood, his head, his body, and eventually dying, it's for you. It's for me. He didn't have that problem. Jesus never had a language problem. He never had to curse you or anything. He just didn't want you to take the name of the Lord, his heavenly Father, and um, do any damage against that because you're, you're not going to do that. That's what I've come to do. I've come to die for your sins. Well, do you have Joshua 1 right now by now? And let me just read this, make a couple comments, and we're going to deal with something I think is going to encourage you. Joshua 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, been together before, been trained. Verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Then tell us how long after Moses died, before the Lord is moving him on to this next step here. But he said, Moses... My servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River. That's kind of familiar, isn't it? You're not going across the River Jordan, but people went across the Red Sea. Jordan um, was about another 40 years before. 
that they were in the Red Sea. And so this is a whole bunch of new people now. Uh, Joshua knew what was going on because he's one of the few that went through the wilderness because he had faith to keep on moving and going into the promised land. Let me keep doing this. You and all these people get ready to cross. Uh, get ready. They got to do something spiritually before they're going to do this. Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to you, to the Israelites. It's nothing you it, it, when you have inheritance, which is given, it's nothing you have done. Uh, the person who's giving to you or what you're going to have as inheritance is something that's, that's given. But you do need to receive it. You do need to receive it. You have these promises God has given to us, but you do need to receive it. When you think of Mo, um, Noah and the ark, the ark was there. The provision was there because of the, of the judgment that was coming. But nobody else other than Noah and his family went in, the eight of them. The, all others could have gone, but they didn't. I also want to tell you something about that thing of Noah was you don't go halfway into the ark. Did you know that? You don't say... You don't go for a while and say, ah, you know, I think I'll get out and play a little bit longer in the world. And then uh, I say, oh, it is starting to rain. I think I better run in now. No, you, you went in. You made your choice. You chose to go through the ark. And that scripture says that God, God shut the door. In other words, there comes a time it doesn't depend on what you want to do. It depends on what God wants to do. And he provided for you. And what you need to do is receive what he does. You can see the picture very clearly, can't you, of what God has done for you through the cross. In verse 3 says, I will give of you every place where you set your feet, your foot. And I promise. Uh, promised Moses, as I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, and then the rest of that area tells you how big this area is going to be. Right now, as you're reading, you don't know where the Hittite country is right now, um, but uh, it's big. It's big. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. That was good. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is good. Verse 6, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers. Isn't that interesting? The promise was given to your grandpa's and your great-grandpas. And all you're going to do is to go and inherit them because he's telling you where to go and how to do it. They were given to them. Okay, verse 7, be strong and very courageous. Be grateful, careful to obey all the law, all the law. Everybody say all, all the law 
my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. When you go to this thing about going to the left or the right, it says, don't make bad choices. Don't be disobedient. Do what God tells you to do. Don't do it part of the time and then come back again. Be strong and courageous. Okay, verse 8. This is a verse to memorize now. Do not let the book of the law depart. Now, also, I should stop there and say, all they had was Genesis up to uh, Deuteronomy, Numbers, okay? You only do had the five um, books of the Bible right there. And um, the deal is, what you do have, be obedient to it. That was the book of the law. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Here could be a big reason while some of our listeners right now are having some financial problems and some spiritual problems. You're not obeying the law of the Lord. Did you know that you are robbing God if you're not tithing? That's what it tells us in Malachi. And yet, you may be earning $100, and when the offering is coming, you look around and you give God a dollar. You know? And then you wonder why God doesn't increase you, why God doesn't prosper you. He says, you're not doing well what I've given you already. Why should I give you any more? The other thing Jesus said, when you do what you do, he will increase that because he knows you can trust you. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. Anybody discouraged? For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, some of you are driving right now and you can't do what I'm going to ask you to do. But if you're at your house or a place where you can write down, here are some things that I think you would uh, learn a lot. And then you're because you're going to hear me say something. You're going to say, I-, I wish I could write this down. Okay, what I've been looking at is Joshua chapter 1. I did only the first nine verses. And as we've been talking about things that cause us to have fear, there are things like causing us in the midst of corruption, abortion, the gay lifestyle, immigrants, nuclear uh, threats, and on and on the list goes of these areas which are causing fear because you see these things happening around you and you're saying, what is happening to the world? Now, what we want to know here is, fear not. Then what? 
That's my little message here. Fear not, then what? When you say in the Bible here and you're reading something and you see it repeated several times, especially, you say, I think God is trying to tell me something. If you read this and listened in these first nine verses, you see this phrase, be strong and of good courage. It changes a little bit for a little different reason. Let me look. I'm going to do this very quick. Verse 6, be strong and of good courage. It's a little different because this is for the people's sake. He says, do what you're supposed to do because you have these people to lead to the inheritance. It says, be strong and of good courage for what? The people's sake so they can receive the inheritance. That was number one. Number two, be strong and of good courage for the word of the Lord's sake. For the word of the Lord's sake. God wants you to know that the word of God actually works. And as you've been faithful listening to God's word there, the people see God's word is the way it works and that continues to go in the future by seeing as God has been faithful in the past, as God is faithful now, God will be faithful in the future. Right now, the things you've been seeing on the news, even in the last couple hours it might be, or last week or so, you see the tremendous numbers. There's actually several um, earthquakes in um, uh, Italy, and you've seen the water uh, floods and tsunami, and uh, it's it's overwhelming in fires, and and it's so much in so many uh, days, one right after another, and you get overwhelmed by that, and it causes you to have fear. But God doesn't want you to have fear because he's, you are his people and he has given you the word of God to stay with and to how to go and that he's telling you, I'm taking care of you. Be strong and of good courage. Verse 9 for number 3 here. Be strong and of good courage for your sake, for your sake. You need to know this. Be strong and do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. Man, can you imagine being the leader of three million people and everybody else is crumbling, I mean, grumbling and they're concerned for their children and where are we going and a promised land. What's a promised land anyways? And by the way, we see this big, big city over there. How on earth are we going to get to deal with this thing? Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That makes the difference for Joshua to know that the Lord is with him. Because as the Lord was with Moses, he says, 
I will be with you. This is why it's so good for you as a believer to tell your kids and your grandkids how good the Lord is in your own life. Tell how you knew what it was like that you did not know what was going to happen when you died. But now you do know because you've received Christ as your Savior and the Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit works in your life. He lives within you. Same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives within you. And they begin to say, you know what? Grandpa, Grandma's doing it the right way. I'm going to do it the same way by taking the Word of God. And there's one more that I didn't get to read, and that's why you go all the way to verse 18. Go to verse 18. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey your words, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and good courage. So be strong and good courage For the enemy's sake. The enemy's sake. So there's four things there. For the people's sake. For the word of God's. The word of the Lord's sake. And for your own sake. And the enemy's sake. How do you do that? How do you deal with this? Dealing with this fear thing. And do these four things. How do you do it? You do it, as he says in verse 8, to meditate on it day and night with God's word. Speak God's word. Speak it out. Don't just talk about it, but speak it out. And it'll actually make a difference of you prospering and you see God's faithful in the midst of all a mess like this. Meditate. Think about it. How do you meditate on something like that? You say it over and over again. You try to write it down. You talk to another person about it. There's three uh, hints there on how to meditate and learn the Word of God. And in the midst of this, you praise and worship. It will open the door. It will open the door. Last thing here about Joshua and you guys going across the Jordan. Um, That was a big thing to do. At a certain time of year, it was when the uh, water was as high as it normally would get, and it would be so much wider, actually about two uh, miles wide, as opposed to 100 feet or something other times. And as you would go through this, God would say, hey, I'm opening the way. He blocks the river so you can go through. But it's not for you to sit in the river. It's not for you to go through what the Lord is doing and stay there. Signs and wonders are signs. And they're not for you to sit in the sign. It's for you to show you which way to go. And when you do, it's wonderful. It's a signs and wonder. And so this is what you have, what God is opening up here to Joshua. The idea was you go through the river. 
but you don't hang out there. You go through it and you go to the next thing. So Heavenly Father, we confess our sins right now. We have not trusted you as we should have been trusting you. We have not looked at the, at the things in the word of God to uh, memorize and to tell our children about. So we confess our sins. We cry out for mercy for Panama, mercy for the United States, mercy for the Darien in Jesus' name, mercy for the floods and the earthquakes and the people who are under situations which are so unreal. Father, may great numbers of people come to the Lord right now. May this be a tremendous, tremendous revival right now in the midst of a mess. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise right now. Thank you that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all our sins. Father, we've made failures here right now, but we're moving on. We're going forward. In Jesus' name, be strong and of good courage. Thank you, Jesus.